Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more. Cash Crew, welcome back to another episode. We're going to have a lot of things to talk about today, but before we get into that, how you feel, Vlad? Doing good. Welcome back for another week's episode. We're going to get into something this week called How Much Is Too Much? But mm. before we get started, uh, we got a side story with, for you guys about what's going around in the NBA. Yeah, so I, you know, looking around the season and looking around the, I mean, at this point, we're like at the halfway point of the season. Yeah, All-Star and Weekend just finished. Up. Yeah, All-Star Weekend just finished, and it's been a tough season so far, but there are good things that have come out of the league. Um, so two things, or I should say two players that I wanted to talk about real quick before we get into our main, um, topic for the day, Kevin Porter Jr. and Carmelo Anthony. Um, the other day I was just on Twitter and I saw the highlights of Kevin Porter Jr. Just handles going crazy. We knew this kid coming out of college was really, really talented. And, um, for, multiple reasons he's gotten a you know a bad end of the stick man he had gun charges and then of course in cleveland the last thing that last thing that put them over the head the edge was what was it him throwing food because someone took his locker so yeah, it was some locker room i don't know if it was food but it was some locker room yeah um, some kind of dispute had- so, you know, people don't want to deal with that. Some, Well, some players or some organizations do, some organizations don't. And Cleveland basically gave him away. And so to see him balling in Houston, he actually went to the D-League or G-League for a while. And um, they finally called him up and he's shining. So when you got talent, you got talent. And so speaking of that, Carmelo Anthony is kind of the same way. He's in year 18. I saw a video of him and uh, Robert Covington going tat for tat, like shot after shot, hitting threes. I'm like, man, he been a sniper since Hoodie Mellow. He been a sniper since, let's go even further than Hoodie Mellow, Braid Mellow, Nugget Mellow. And he's still, you know, he's still, shoot, let's go back to the Syracuse Mellow when he was killing people in the NCAA tournament. So Back Kansas. Yes. What, huh? You better ask Kansas. Well, shoot, they know they him, know. Give them a body work in that tournament. They know exactly how I feel. So it's cool to see these two stories. It's kind of like reclamation projects. It's weird to say that about Carmelo Anthony because I, you know, he's a Hall of Famer one day. But there's gonna be that weird story that we get to tell and say, "Yo, this Hall of Famer didn't play for what was it a whole season?" Just, yeah, it was a whole, yeah, it was a whole season. Just <laughs> actually a little bit more. It was like a. A whole season and probably a quarter of another one. And we were really saying that this man was washed. So, uh, real Carmelo Anthony fans, I know Dubs, uh, Ant- Carmelo Anthony fan, will tell you, you know, he he never lost it. That's my guy, favorite <laughs> draft pick out of that old three draft. Yes, sir. So, that's the two side stories. Let's get into the main topic of the evening. 
Yeah, so um, for those that know or the guys that don't know, um, we got some more stories popping out of Brooklyn with the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, the Brooklyn Nets has officially signed um, the former All-Star, um, Blake Griffin from the Detroit Pistons, um, to add even more pieces to what they already have out there in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, I know right now, um, after that James Harden trade, they got um, rid of Jared Allen and Karis LeVert, um, and also Spencer Dinwiddie um, is injured right now. So I think, you know, for Brooklyn, they wanted to add some pieces to make sure they strong going to the playoffs and make that finals run. So they went and got Blake Griffin. Um, so let's just get into, you know, how this played a part. Obviously, Blake Griffin asked for a buyout from Brooklyn. I mean, I'm sorry, from Detroit to yeah. go to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, in which at the current moment, um, Blake Griffin, um, he agreed to take the $5.9 million exception from Detroit, and which Detroit still owes him $29.3 million. Um, so From that buyout. Correct. So Brooklyn only has to pay five point nine to him this year. Um, by doing that, he's also taking a $10 million um, loss because next year he would do for a $49 million, um play option. But that is crazy. Because of the buyout, um, $10 million comes off of that. So it's down to 30, $39 million next year if he decides to do an extension. Um, but I think at this point, Blake Griffin is 31 years old. He probably doesn't care about the money. I mean, he's made $255 million throughout his career. Um, so that is a stat. Blake Griffin has made $255 million over his career. Yes. 255. Yes. So, you know, guys like that at a certain point in their career, um, they're not going to be moved by money. They've seen money. They touched money. They've had money. Um, at this point, I think Blake Griffin is, you know, he doesn't want to be on a bad team. He wants to be on a winning team, winning atmosphere, and he wants to make some runs in the playoff, deep runs and probably, um, go to a championship so as of right now um i i don't want to say it's a big four but definitely a big three and co um in brooklyn right now with Kyrie, kevin durant james harden and blake griffin that's a lot of all-stars on your team yeah um you know blake griffin is not who he once was but looking at his stats in Detroit, and I can't believe it's been four years of him in Detroit. Obviously, he's having the worst season of the four. But over the four seasons, he's averaging 20.7 points a game. Uh, let's see. And rebounds, 6.7 rebounds a game, five assists. Uh, even doing, you know, 0.6 steals, 0.3 blocks. So he's been he's been balling. Um, this is actually a rare down year because even last year he was 15, uh, averaging 2015. And in 2018, 19, 24.5 points a game when he made the last made the all-star uh, team. So he's been balling. He's not have, you know, this year he kind of looks dead, but a lot of people look dead. I mean, just look at Miami Heat as well. We look dead in the water. And now we've won, we're the hottest team in the league, literally, you know, nine of the last 10 and 13 and eight since, or something like that, since uh, Jimmy Butler has come back. So needless to say, star power, star power, we kind of talked about that with our highlights, talent is talent. And so when you're on a team like that, 
where you can just come in. You don't think Blake Griffin can give you 10 to 12? He probably could. He can. I mean, this year he's averaging 12.3 points, um, 5.2 rebounds, and 3.9 assists. I think... You Off know, the bench where you're the, what, fourth guy? I think he can do something. Well, those numbers are him in Detroit. He hasn't, you know, really played with um, Brooklyn yet. But with him in Detroit, I don't think they signed him to be Blake Griffin that he was in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, like, again, like I said, you know, they lost Jared Allen. Um, all they got right now down low is DeAndre Jordan. So, you know, he's another body that can bang down there with some bigs, grab some rebounds, just hold, you know, those high power forwards and big mans down low, obviously. And I obviously I think this is more um for when they see Philadelphia in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're gonna have their hands full with um Joel Embiid, obviously. So um, you know, they wanted to go and get another body. But from what they've been saying, Blake Griffin's not the final step. Um they are actually in talks to go get his former teammate that he played with in Detroit. Andre Drummond. Wow. If they do that, um, the pressure will be astronomical. <laughs> because now you have... We're we're assuming that Blake is, start, is starting, right? We're assuming that? I will, yeah, I will assume that. Okay, so if Blake's starting and then Drummond comes, I don't see... Do you, do you bench... Because DeAndre's starting now. So do you bench DeAndre and... and Put Andre in for production reasons. You you yes. you, you drop and- the D and you put just Andre. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's be mindful. Andre Drummond is not the offensive specimen that you want, but neither is DeAndre Jordan. However, Andre Drummond is a I think three or four time league leading rebounder, hmm. which. De- I'm not Detroit, I'm sorry, which Brooklyn can definitely use. Definitely. They don't need scoring. They got plenty. They got Kyrie, Harden, and KD. That's yeah. more than enough scoring. They don't need playmakers. They got them. They, I think right now they just need guys that can get scrappy, get on the boards, hold big guys in the paint, and um, you know maybe grab rebounds and block shots. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Andre Drummond, we all know he's a rebounding machine. So, um, a lot of games that Brooklyn has lost has came down to, you know, not grabbing boards, whether offensive or defensive. So, getting Andre Drummond would definitely be a nice upgrade. I would put DeAndre Jordan on the bench. He's older. Um, He's a little bit less productive than Andre. Um, And then we've seen Andre and Blake play together in Detroit before. It's worked. I mean, they didn't win a lot of games in Detroit, but that tandem works. Now, it's not a lot of hype, per se. Um, DeAndre Jordan is taller, but I think, you know, the way the league is going right now, um, they'll be fine because a lot of people are playing 6'11 and under guys on the floor majority of the minutes anyway, um, cause you got stretched to the four. And I think it helps with Kyrie and KD and Harden, um, the space of four too. You know, Andre can come out. Uh, we definitely know Blake comes out. He's shooting more threes than he ever did in his career. So um, for sure, I think I think the starting lineup, if they do get Andre Drummond, would be Kyrie, Harden, Kevin Durant, um, Blake Griffin, and Andre Drummond. Yeah, I was just looking while you're talking, looking at Andre Drummond's stats, and this is a really consistent guy. I mean, shoot, past one, two, three, four, five seasons, he has been averaging over 17 points. 
Uh, let's see, 17.3, 17.7, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.5. So really, really consistent. He's only 27 years old. I, I did not know that. Um, what what those rebounds looking like? Um, how many how many seasons does he have double digit rebounds or more? Out of all or out of all uh, double just, digit rebounds. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten out of his. So every season except the first. So he has probably a ninety-eight percent um record of getting you ten rebounds yeah. or more in a season. Which his is all star one of his all star seasons, he averaged sixteen rebounds a game. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So it's becoming more and more obvious why they would go after him. Very obvious. Now here's the money part of it doesn't make sense to me. How the hell is Brooklyn affording all of this? They have a billion dollar owner. And it's New York. They're willing what Brooklyn's doing right now is they're 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 doing what guys do in poker. They're throwing all their chips in and say, We're betting the house. Because yeah. they're looking at the landscape of the league right now and they're saying, Okay. LeBron is on the other side. And like I've said, you know, in previous episodes, Milwaukee really didn't upgrade. They got a car dealership detail. <laughs> and Giannis to this day still can't shoot. So yep, he still run, jump, and dunk, man. That's it. So he's out. Miami didn't go get another big star. So they're good, but eh, not enough. Um, Indiana's Indiana. Um and Philly, yes, they got Doc Rivers, they got Seth Curry, but we all know Philly goes has Embiid goes. So as long as you can contain Embiid, you pretty much got them. I don't, I, I just think Philly don't have enough shooters per se to shoot lights out to kill Brooklyn. So in the East, it might then, be a wrap anyway because Embiid got hurt. And so yeah, Embiid got hurt. <laughs> is he gonna be back? You know, any he's gonna miss three to four weeks. Is he gonna be back in any shape by the time the playoffs comes so that he works himself? Into like that midseason form again, MB does get hurt. That's something that we see. And then for Boston, they do have Tatum and and Jalen, but they might just need one more year. I don't yeah. think they just. I don't think they're ready for KD yet. Mm-mm. If it was Kyrie and Harden, maybe. But KD is a whole nother level. That's a top five player in the league. That's a guy that's been in the finals multiple times. They're not. They're just not ready for that yet. So Brooklyn is basically saying right now, hey. We're trying to make sure we cover all grounds for either Lakers or Clippers. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they're looking at right now. Um, you don't know what that window of this team looks like. Um, and, you know, you got some guys that's injury prone. Kyrie's been injury prone before. Obviously, Kevin Durant's injured now. Um, so you, you don't know how much years you have out of this. You know, out of his crew. So you want to maximize it. I mean, granted, they're not incredibly old. James Harden is 31. Um, Kyrie, I think, is like 29. And um, Katie's 32. So, you know, you got a couple years. But, again, you know, Kyrie and Katie has shown to you previous years. They've, you know, they got some injuries in them. So you definitely want to ride this wave and maximize it to your best ability. Because, again, in the NBA, anything happen. Yeah. Um, things can shift. Um, so you got to take your opportunity when you can. So I think that right now they're just like, you know, we'll forget, we'll play the luxury tax and we're going to put all our chips in. We're, we're trying to win a championship now. Yeah. And, and I understand, I mean, coming from being a Miami fan and even before that, 
the super teams of yesteryear, you know, you can always, with the Lakers, Laker fans will always tell you, you know, they're always thinking that they're going to get the next buyout, get the next star, because that's just how it's been over there. Who was over there when that was kind of the mindset? Pat Riley. It's what he does, you know, and so now that he goes to Miami, it's the same thing. We think we're going to get all the stars because that's what he does. He doesn't go after no-name guys. He just started doing that um, to where they're they're actually playing high minutes. They would be on the bench, but then he would fill in his actual starting starting uh, roster with veteran guys, big names, Gary Payton when, when in Miami. Yeah. Um, Things like that, you know, you start to expect it. So um, they're taking a page out of those books where you don't want to wait until, oh, let's wait till they gel next season. Nah. Next season, the NBA is going to catch up. That's what the NBA does. It's copycat league. So is the NFL, right? So they're going to watch film and get better. So you can't rest on your laurels thinking that, oh, we got three stars. Let's make a run at it this year. If we don't get it, cool. No, you got it's championship or bust. Since you got Kevin Durant. Absolutely. So now, you know, we're getting Blake and obviously with them in talks to get Andre Drummond. The pressure to win the finals now is through the roof. There's no exception. Eastern Conference Finals is not good enough. Going to the finals is not going is not good enough. You must win it all. Correct. If I'm paying this luxury tax and I'm getting you Harden and I'm getting you Blake and Andre... The pressure is through the roof. I'm talking about you better win in six, no no more than that. Yeah. Don't even let it go seven. Seven's too close. So Brooklyn, you definitely have the pieces now. There should be no excuses. Um, your bench is still subpar, in my opinion. But you definitely have enough firepower to bring the chip home to Brooklyn, which Brooklyn has been dying for for years. So the pressure is definitely on. And the most pressure right now is on the best player on that team, Mr. Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. Um, Kevin Durant, right now, all eyes are on you. Hands down. The landscape, the the cameras are on you. The pressure is on you. You must deliver this year. You do not like this guy. (laughs) Well, it's not the fact that I don't like Kevin Durant. You, You have to call it what it is. If you look at the landscape of Kevin Durant's career, and OKC, I get they were young, but at one point, this guy had James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka, Jeff Green, and Reggie Jackson on his team. Mm-hmm. In 2016, you were seven minutes away from beating <laughs> Golden State, and this Golden State dynasty probably does not happen. And you lost a 3-1 lead to Golden, to Golden State. Blew it. Blew it. You jump ship and join the 73 and 9 Golden State, and you go join the two best shooters, arguably, That's still of so all crazy. time. And they're prime, by the way. Just lost to them, and then you went to join them. That's the craziest thing about that. And you win two out of three championships. And then you say, you know what? I want to go buddy up with my good old pal, Kyrie. <laughs> Because everybody said I can't lead a team and Golden State was Steph team and you know those championships really don't hold weight, which be honest with you, they don't because be honest with you, when's the last time somebody ever brought up those twenty seventeen, twenty eight finals? 
If anything, if we talk about 2017 finals, more people bring up LeBron averaging a triple double than Kevin Durant winning it. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but you know, the rings are the rings. I'm not going to disqualify those. They are, but especially how hard it is to get one. Yeah, but it's, it's not that hard when you play two, with two of the best shooters. I think it's less it's less about him. It's less about him getting those two championships. More about how he got there. To be honest, it's the same thing with LeBron. You know, it's less about him winning back to back. As you know, I mean, he did that before Durant. So he didn't, but he didn't jump to a team that just beat him. (laughs) You know, he went to he got he got killed because of the way he did it. And it's the same thing about KD. He's gonna continue to be killed. Um, but if he can get a championship this season, then that kind of takes the conversation away from that part because now we have more history to talk about. Absolutely. So now he's in Brooklyn with Kyrie, another elite guard, and his prime. So, Kevin Durant, you have played now with in your career Russell Westbrook, Stephen Curry, and Kyrie Irving, all Hall of Famers. Yep. You got to get it done. There are no excuses for Kevin Durant. So, I don't know what it's going to take. Um, In my opinion, Kevin Durant is a Hall of Famer, top five player in the league. Top two, not number one. First ballot when he when Definitely he first retires. ballot. But, as far as you want to talk about him being the elite club, GOAT status, Mount Rushmore, Kevin Durant's off that for good now. Mm-hmm. I don't Even he wins two championships in Brooklyn. He will never be on that, for me at least. Yeah, I was going to say, make sure you put that disclaimer because for a lot of people, he is. You know, because. I just can't do it only because the way he's getting these championships, and, and it started off bad, especially with the two he got in Golden State. We're talking about barbershop, Mount Rushmore type of joint. like. Yeah, but even even maybe some of the legends in the league. I don't I don't think. You know, the Shaqs, the Charles Barkleys, the Kenny Smiths of the world are putting Kevin Durant on Mount Rushmore. Hmm. I don't think so. Because to be honest with you, if that was the case, Kevin Durant should be the best player in the league right now, and he's not. He's not number one. And Kevin Durant's 32. So if you're not number one by now, and he's never been before, how can you be on Mount Rushmore and you never were the face of the league and you never were the number one best player in the league? Who do you who who's your number one player in the league right now? Come on. The guy that's been dominating the league for the past decade, LeBron James. Okay. Hmm. And by the time LeBron James, Kevin Durant might be 34, 35. So I think that's probably the knock. I mean, because it's the same kind of thing. With like Charles Barkley and those guys that played when Jordan was around, you know they never were the best. He was always the best every year, but they got more. This is how I look. I, I see it going. He's gonna get a lot of love five to ten years after he's retired. Correct. He's going to get the love. He's going to get recognition. Because look at Charles Barkley. Never I totally won a agree. Ring. But let me tell you the difference. There's that's why I said there's always levels. He would never be in the elite class Mm. the mount rushmore class the top five of all time class he's not gonna be in no discussions now is he gonna make you know in a couple years they're gonna release the top you know 75 greatest players of all time because they're gonna add 25 he's He's gonna make that obviously but we talk is he gonna go down has probably one of the best scores to ever play the game absolutely Mm -hmm. is he gonna go 
Down has one of the best small forwards who ever played the game. Absolutely. But for you to have only one MVP, all right, and you never been the face of the league, you never was the number one best player in the league, and you're talking about you want to be on Mount Rushmore? Not happening. Top five of all time? Not happening. You know what's interesting? Um, when we talk about top five players, let's 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 throw out a few. Cause I have a theory about this. Let's let's throw out a few. Um, Jordan, Kobe. Kobe doesn't make it. Kobe doesn't make it. Then that's my theory too. So give give me a top five. Top five of all time. Yeah. Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic. And that fifth one is a debate because it could either go Russell or it could go Bird for some people. Russell. Bill Russell. Oh, oh, Bill Russell and Bird. Okay. Interesting. The guys you, all five of the guys that you just named, not including Larry Bird, are two-way players. I was thinking about that, and I was like, hmm, what's keeping Kobe out of the top five? Kobe was not really – I mean, he, he he played defense, don't get me wrong, but Kobe is known for his offensive prowess. That's what we know Kobe Let me for. tell you why Kobe doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. But that's my theory, why Kevin Durant wouldn't make it, why Kobe would they're, – they're not looked at two ways as two Kobe's not going to make it. Kobe doesn't make it kind of for the same reason Kevin Durant is not going to make it eventually. Those first three championships that Kobe got, who was the best man on the team? Mm. Shaq. Mm-hmm. He won those MVPs. Shaq. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say Shaq carried him. That, I'm not going to say. Kobe came up, he, he did his thing. But, at that time, from 99... Well, really, from 96 to 03, oh, that was Shaq. Also, another backlash that Kobe got was the years that Shaq left until he got Pau Gasol. Kobe was putting up big numbers, but Kobe was not winning. That's interesting, though, because with Kevin Durant, I even though he's played with a lot of great players, Kevin Durant still was the best player on the team. He was. But how many times did Kevin Durant deliver you to the promised land? Yeah, that's the other thing. Until he joined Golden State with the two best shooters of all time and their prime. Mm, And here's the funny thing. He was the best player, but still was not his team. Yeah. That was Stephen Curry's team. So, you know, the the penalty there is, you know, him being a nice guy. Because even even, it is perception because even in OKC – we we knew KD was the be- better player, but you remember those um, nice commercials that Nike used to be used to put out about him that he's not a nice guy. You know, I think that plays into it as well because Kevin Durant's not an in-your-face type of player to the point where when he tried to be mean, so to speak, on the court, we all deemed it as fake. Like, look at Kevin Durant trying to be a tough guy. He's not but, a tough guy. But it's not. You don't have to be necessarily. Tough guy, because in reality, LeBron is not really a tough guy. Mm-hmm. It's not about being a tough guy. It's about, like I said, Kevin Durant is 32 years old. And as good as Kevin Durant is, 
nobody has ever said this is Kevin Durant's league to yeah. this point. And you know what? I'm thinking about nice guys of the past too. Tim Duncan, really nice guy. Always the best on his team. Except for his first few years where it's David Robinson. But here's the funny thing. Tim Duncan has a right now. Still has a better career than Kevin Durant. Oh, of course. Of course. So, you see what I'm saying? So, it's like, again, and it's not a knock to Kevin Durant. I like Kevin Durant as a basketball player. Don't get me wrong. But, for how good he is, he is. He's never been number one. Mm-hmm. He's never been the face of the league. If, 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 let me tell you what Kevin Durant should have done. If Kevin Durant had beat OKC in 2016... And beat LeBron. Oh, you're talking about Golden State. You I'm, said beat OKC. I'm sorry. If he had beat Golden State in 2016, then went to that finals in 2016 and beat LeBron, that would have been the shift. Yeah. I definitely agree. But people are so like, well, what about the two finals? He beat LeBron. Yeah, you beat LeBron one. The second time you beat him. His fate had, was pretty much sealed. Once he left OKC, it was he couldn't it. do it now. Yeah, his fate it was, was sealed. It. You know what I'm saying? The second time you beat LeBron, his second best player was George Hill. Because Kevin Love was there, but Kevin Love was, he came into into the finals with an injury. And I think one of the games he had to be out because he had a concussion. So you can't fully count Kevin Love in that. And then even though there's not the same Kevin Love from Minnesota anyway. So it was like, okay, people are like, whoa, he hit that big shot in game three over LeBron in Cleveland. He did. That's nice nice and cute, but... How many other big shots has Kobe hit, LeBron hit, Jordan hit? That's one shot. I can give you an hour clip of big shots of Le- LeBron has. <laughs> All right? So, again, you know, and I get it. Championships are championships. Yes, he did win them at the end of the day. And, yes, he did have that big highlight here and that big three over LeBron in Cleveland in game three. But and he still only has two anyway. He still only has two. And LeBron's his, what, at four? LeBron's at four, working on five. Mm-hmm. And here's the funny thing. People is going to remember Kawhi's 2019 finals with Toronto more than Kevin Durant's two championships, two championships in Golden I State. I can tell you straight up, yes. Because Kawhi took a bunch of bums. I mean, it wasn't bums, but still. <laughs> Who knew about Fred Van Vliet before that year? So, again, if Kevin Durant does not win a championship in Brooklyn, oh, it's definitely a wrap. Yeah, but if he really does not win one, and him and Kawhi don't win a championship from now here on out, Kawhi Leonard might jump Kevin Durant on the rankings. Hmm. I think he already has. I think he for that that one that championship. Plus, remember Kawhi already had those chips with San Antonio, so it's kind of different. He left San Antonio under, like you know, I'm gonna go somewhere else and just do my thing. Just go to a place and then lead them straight to the finals to win. That shit is legendary forever. A whole country. <laughs> forever legendary. And then just leave. <laughs> bruh. Kawhi really is the, one of the best, bro. So, you know, right now, Kyrie, you, you got a little pressure on you because, you know, for three years ago, you had said you don't want to be under LeBron's wings. You want to be the best player on the team and lead them. Obviously, that didn't work in Brooklyn. I mean, in Boston, you went to Brooklyn to team up with your buddy, buddy old pal, Kevin Durant. And then eventually, y'all guys said, okay, that's not enough. Let's go get Harden. Uh, Kevin Durant, you've been trying to prove to people 
for the past decade that you hate being number two. Obviously, we know who you number two to. Um, and that you want to lead a league to the, I mean, not lead the league, lead, lead a team to a championship. You went to Golden State. Obviously, that didn't happen. Now you went to Brooklyn. That was your chance to happen, but now you guys got James Harden, so it doesn't hold the same weight. So, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, you guys better deliver at this point. Um, both you guys came into the season saying you want to prove something. Well, here's your here's your chance at this point. Even though you guys are stacked in a way, but it's going to be more of a downfall if you guys do not win this finals this year. Facts. Mm. And I'll be honest with you, they deserve every ounce of backlash that, that they that they will get if they don't win. Yeah, you know, we all know if the tables is turned to a man named LeBron James, oh man, ESPN would not start ranting until <laughs> the fat lady stopped crying. What? <laughs> no, you're hundred percent correct, man, because um you don't get when you you build you build a super team. You don't get a season to gel. Like they didn't do that for Miami. They didn't do that for any team that that you put together these this type of star power. Absolutely. So you don't get if you don't win. You, like I said, it's championship or bust. If you don't win, you're gonna get all that backlash, and you just gotta take that. Especially you left Golden State. Remind you that mm-hmm. you left Stephen Clay, even though Clay is out right now. But I'm telling you, if Stephen. KD was in Golden State right now. Still, a Golden State would be a top four team in the West. Yep. So, Kevin Durant, you didn't leave OKC to go to Brooklyn. You didn't leave a first round out team. You left a championship caliber team that you won two championships with. You left two of the greatest shooters to ever play the game to go play with Kyrie and James Harden in Brooklyn now. So, there's no excuse. You had a good in, in, in Oakland. You said, hey, I want to bounce and do it on my own, even though you're still not doing it on your own. Facts. So all the pressure is on you. But besides that, as far as this, um, I hope whenever this time of Brooklyn super team or whatever you want it, Fantastic Four or whatever you want to call this, <laughs> um, is over, I really hope this is the end of it. Um, as a basketball person, I'm kind of getting sick of guys with the buyouts or guys you know tarnishing their team to get traded look here we need to go back to early 2000s basketball one superstar per organization and a b-list star to players along him i don't want to see four all-stars on the team Unless, obviously, they get drafted there and they all just develop together. That's something different. But this, I'm 30, I'm 31. My window of winning championship is closing. So let me go to L.A. or let me go to Miami. or I'm done with it. <laughs> I want to see 2000, early 2000 basketball where you go out every night and you bang it out with the best of the best. And whoever the best man that of that year is, is it stands at the top at the end of the day. That's what I want to see. But this right is now, America, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But as long but, as they can pay, they're gonna pay to get as many people on, on the team as possible. You're right, but 
And in the early 2000s, that wasn't the case. Remember the days we had KG in Minnesota. We had Melo in Denver, Wade in Miami, LeBron in Cleveland. Um, you had Kobe in LA. You know, even even the subpar teams. You had Nash and Amari in Phoenix. You had Tim in San Antonio, Dirk in Dallas. You know, you had T-Mac in um, Houston. Every team, even New York, you had Marbury at one point. Mm-hmm. Every team had somebody. J.K. and Kevin Kenyon Martin and Vince Carter in Jersey. Every team had a star and a lot of good players around them, and they bang it out. It was something to watch every night because NBA was at its peak. Right now, you got five teams that's really contenders. Everybody else is for sure. Yeah, the big, the biggest uh, thing that you know, of course, money plays into it, but um, you know, maybe. When you have all these stars that are getting old, uh, there's got to be new stars that come out to play, basically. And we're we're at that point now. We're kind of searching for young new stars that have been drafted. So it's it's going to be people that were drafted four or five years ago that's going to start taking the... We're just not there yet. They haven't taken the reins of the league yet. And some of these older guys got to retire, frankly, before we start seeing that change changing of the guard type of deal. Well, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon because guys are playing longer now. Exactly. Um, back in the day, you know, guys used to play 13 years, and that used to be a long career. Now guys are playing 15 plus. 18 years. 18 years. Crazy. And still play at a high level. So that's that's not happening anytime soon. Um, NBA careers are now 15 years plus unless you're, you know, you get – you know, bought out or, you know, because of injury or whatever. I mean, even look at Derrick Rose. As many injuries he has, Derrick Rose still in the league. He got dropped in 08 when 2021. You know what? You know what? That that actually, that's exactly what what it is. Guys are playing longer. And the reason why we had such a great run all those years is because guys, I mean, Kobe was 96. Bro, he, ni- 96. He, he, he played t- 20 years. Yeah, 20 years because 2016. So that's really year. where it came from. It's not, it wasn't really, we we captured lightning in a bottle. And I don't know if we, we're going to have that many stars. That 96 draft is really what carried the league for a long time of having guys everywhere. Nash was in there. And Nash is now coaching. So Correct. we don't, we haven't had. I think 03 was the next draft that was kind of like that. And yep. and they didn't play. The top few played a while, but the rest of the draft class bottomed out like 10 to 12 years and they were done. Yeah. So Some of them, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at the top half, really, who's left? Carmelo and LeBron? That's yeah. it. Carmelo and LeBron. So uh, that that's kind of the thing. Uh, 96 was mad deep. 2003 was not, and ever since then, have we had a not that deep a, a deep draft like that where we had solid, you know, historical players. Mm, no, nah, not not more than one. Like 84, 96, and 03 all had the transitional one in once in a generation player. Obviously, 84 with Jordan, 96 with Kobe, and 03 with LeBron. You know, and some people's book, the top three greatest people to ever play basketball. And some people's books, but 
those those are we haven't had those type of drafts in a long time. Yeah, and all three in my in my book is the last one. Um, you even had three of the most dominant, even you know, transcending guys in Melo, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James in that draft. You know, so and obviously there's a lot of other good guys in the O three draft too. But I haven't. Yeah, it's been over. I mean, decade plus since we've had a draft that because even that Kevin Durant was what oh seven oh seven, yeah. But yeah. even that second round of that oh three draft, you look back on it, there's some guys in there you like, whoa, yeah. What happened they, to him? No, like no, they end up being like good players. Like, oh, okay, That's even role players, you know, towards the end of their career too. Like that oh three draft was top to bottom, very kind of deep. Yeah, I mean, you got some of the last guys that went. Josh Howard, people forget about Josh Howard. Exactly. When, you know, they they were going up against Miami. Um, a lot of good play. Kirk Heinrich was in that. TJ uh, Ford, I want to say, was in there. So, really good good draft. It's just they didn't play I think, all. I think th- Ford was 0-4. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so. But still, these are guys. They didn't play 20 years. You know, these were. You got two guys that's still in the league, really. I'm sorry, he was 3 him, was, okay. him, he came in with um, Luke Rittenauer and Luke Collins. So, yeah, he was 3 All good, solid players. Luke Rittenauer, solid player. Sought after at one point. I remember when Miami was trying to get him from Seattle. So Kyle Corver, that's another one that's still playing right now. Oh, I mean. Kyle Corver, okay. Okay, so, but again, the it's not like the 96 draft to where they were. Pretty much every Ray Allen, you know, twenty plus years. Stefan, we didn't have that many guys in there, so we're looking for that next draft. I think '07 probably could mm. could nah. Could, I mean, in terms of guys playing a long time, um, there's a lot of guys from the '07 draft that's gone. Yeah, already. already. I mean, but Russell's still here. Kevin Love's still Russell's here. Russell's '08. He's '08. So Russell and and Kevin Love was '08. Mm-hmm. Dang! So then it just got it got sparse, you know, and that happens. This it's a correction of kind of like the stock market. We've been having all these great years, so it's kind of correcting now. But we're looking for that next draft. We'll see. Hopefully, it comes soon. But on that note, thanks for tuning in for another week's episode. Yes, sir. Be sure to leave that notification bell on so you can stay up to date on all new content that gets released here on Sports Cash. And again, if you're not following us on social media. Be sure to check us out at sports underscore cash underscore on all social media platforms. Also, Mondays at 7 p.m. Join us on Clubhouse as we discuss topics from our previous recorded episode, this week's episode, um, and topic we are going to talk about this week's episode. How much is too much? What do you guys think about what's going on in Brooklyn? Is this too much for our power? Is this going to backlash on them? This is your chance has an audience to tune in and interact with us on Clubhouse so we can discuss what's going on in Brooklyn. Again, 7 p.m. Monday on Clubhouse. If you don't have a Clubhouse invite, be sure to in, be sure to hit us up on Instagram, DM us, and ask for an invite. We'll send one out to you so you can join Clubhouse. Also, um, if you guys want to chime in, let us know what's your opinion, your comments. Don't be don't hesitate. You can always comment on Every week's episode, let us know guys, let us know what you guys think or what you guys want to hear on a previous episode or future episode. Again, we appreciate you guys and keep tuning in. All right, Cash Crew, till next time. Till next time. See you.
What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.